Hello and welcome to SCLD's podcast. I'm Jane Baker. And I'm Andrea Brumbaugh. And today, Andrea, we, we'd like to take a moment to remind everybody about our art show. Yes, mini and virtual art show. And <laughs> submissions are open now. We are open. So do your creative thing and send it in to us. Yeah, and go to our website, scld.org, if you need more information on how to submit that. Yeah, looking forward to seeing your your artwork yeah. at the art show in February. So submissions are open. What else we have going on this week? Also happening tomorrow is Picture Book Chat. Yes. Yeah, and that's on uh, January 19th, 1 o'clock, and that is Mary Ellen and, and Sherry. Sherry Boggs, and they go over uh, picture books for your kids. Mm -hmm. Some of the latest picture books that maybe you don't know come out or new, and it's kind of a critic's review, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that shows on our Facebook page mm -hmm. on Wednesday uh, 1. Mm -hmm. That's great. We also have a score workshop coming up on uh, January 20th, and this is at noon. And this is small business resiliency tips and tools to help get through the pandemic for small business owners. It is free. It's taught by score. Register online. And we do one of these every month. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's great. It happens during the noon hour. So take a lunch and and learn some things. Feed your mind and your stomach at the same time. You like that, do you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We also have online story time live happening on Thursday, January 20th. And that's at 6.30 p.m. And then again on Friday the 21st at 9.30. And that's regular story time, just like they do live, only it's on um, Zoom. Zooms, yes. So that's happening on Friday. So that's, that's what's happening this week. And I know you have been checking out a lot of DVDs lately. I have. Yeah. I've been kind of really into documentaries lately. Mm -hmm. And the library is helping me feed that addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> because we have so many DVDs, uh, just tons of DVDs uh, mm -hmm. at all of our library locations. And also um, you can watch some movies and TV shows and documentaries and things on uh, our digital uh, resource Hoopla. Hoopla. Yes. Yeah, there's yeah. that on there too. So that I found some documentaries on there and some that I've been checking out too. And so I wanted to share some today. Oh, looking forward to it. Yeah. So just got a few here. Um, this first one is Sushi, the Global Catch. And um, I'm kind of bad sometimes about reading the synopsis. <laughs> so I just kind of look at it and think, oh yeah, I want to watch that. Okay. And so I was expecting this to be, um, you know, kind of a lighthearted um, information about uh, sushi, making sushi, uh, sushi chefs and how they come about, you know, because I know they have to train for like a long time in, in Japan. They, they spend years learning how oh, to become a sushi chef. I yeah. did not know this. So they do talk about this a little bit okay. in this in this documentary, but they also talk a lot about um, the sustainability of sushi because uh, with with the rise because you know it started in Japan and then it's become really more global in the past, you know, 30 years or so. Mm -hmm. And um, and a lot of the the fish that they use have become, you know, kind of threatened or endangered. Um, they talk a lot about, I think it's the bluefin tuna hmm. and um, how it's, you know, basically it's going to be wiped out if it keeps going the way it's going. Um, and it talks about, you know, the 
it talks about everybody in the industry. There's there different people, not just the sh- the sushi chefs, but the people who go and fish for the um, the tuna and everything, and the people who sell it when it comes mm. on land. Everyone and just, down the line. Yeah, and okay. then there's um, there's a lot of people that they've talked to about um, that want to want to try and make it more sustainable. And so there's people who um, have sushi restaurants that are only using sustainable fish mm-hmm. and um, then other people who are trying to, you know, farm the the uh, fish in certain different ways that's more sustainable and everything. So it's pretty cool. And they also had a, a website that you can go to that you could actually look up what fish if you were, if you're going to eat sushi. I love sushi. So if I'm going to eat sushi, I can look up um, which ones are better for me to eat. So I can make sure that I'm, you know, trying to use, trying to eat the more sustainable fish. So, gotcha. Yeah, wow. Pretty cool. Well, that sounds like it was a good find. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was definitely not what I expected, but, <laughs> but it was. It was it's very nice. And you found these just by going into the library and, mm-hmm. and thumbing through? Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. A, there's a section, the nonfiction. A lot of people don't realize we have a whole nonfiction section of mm-hmm. DVDs because sometimes they're, they're located a little differently than, than where you find just your regular movies and everything in the library. Gotcha. So there's all kinds of, it's not just, you know, documentaries. There's travel and, you know, all kinds of different um, nonfiction DVDs as well. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. And uh, this one I watched with my 12-year-old son. We really enjoyed it. A Year in Space and Beyond a Year in Space. It's about um, astronaut Scott Kelly. And um, he's retired now. And he also has a a twin brother who was also an astronaut. And Scott Kelly went in space and stayed in the the space station, International Space Station, for almost a year. Mm -hmm. And he was the first person to ever have done that. Wow. And, um, and while he was there, he took, you know, blood tests and different kind of tests to just kind of see what happens to your body, um, in the long term, staying in space in the long term. And his brother was on earth and doing the same kind of tests, his twin brother. So, um, that way they could kind of see what happens to your body, um, in space for that long period of time, because Mm -hmm. eventually they want to, you know, send people to Mars or wherever, and they need to know all these kinds of things before they can do that. So the first, um, the first one was about his time in space. And then the second one is more about, you know, how, um, the new astronauts are coming on and what they plan to do and how they're going to use his data to try and get there. Fascinating. Yeah. 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 And I believe he has a, a a book as well that you can get from the library Hmm. that, um, it was an autobiography kind of thing about his time in space. Yeah, yeah, that's so, fascinating. Yeah, I might have really to get cool. that one, check it out, and yeah, it's really neat. Um, this one is pretty pretty well known, I think. Um, maybe not everybody knows it, but um, this one I heard about uh, many years ago. Never watched it. Finally watched it. It's called Grizzly Man, and it is about a man. Um, his name was Timothy Treadwell, mm-hmm. and I believe he was an actor first. I can't. Don't quote me on that. But um, he then became an advocate for grizzly bears. Mm-hmm. He was he would go around um, into schools and teach for free about grizzly bears and, and you know, because they're they're threatened. And um, so, you know, just, you know, taking care of them and, and, you know, just giving kids more information about them and everything. And he also had some companies that he had that would help to, you know, protect the grizzly bears. And then also... For 13 years, I believe, 
um, during the summers, he would go to this place in Alaska and he would basically live among the grizzly bears. He would oh. camp in a just a tent like you normally camp in. And he got to know these grizzly bears pretty well. He had names for all of them. And so this this documentary is basically his um, his footage from when he's there in the summers and seeing all these grizzly bears and and you know talking about how he's trying to protect them. And um, and uh, Werner Herzog, which I don't know if you know who he is, but um, any Mandalorian fans, he's the one who says, "I would like to see the baby." <laughs> um, he was the director of this. Uh, of this documentary. And so he kind of goes around and talks to different people as well um, about uh, Timothy Treadwell because Timothy ended up being killed by, um, he and his girlfriend ended up being killed by some grizzly bears hmm. while he was there hmm. during the summer. So um, it's, it's just kind of a crazy story that, that, you know, his death and, and things aren't on this, this documentary, but it's just, um, you know, it was, it was just, it's interesting to see his point of view from, um, you know, he obviously really cared about these animals mm -hmm. and he, you know, I think he definitely knew that he was doing something that was very dangerous, but I also feel like he kind of had felt like he was, um, you know, just wasn't going to be, you know, hurt by these animals because he, he felt like he kind of knew them. They knew uh, him. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's really interesting, um, to see all the things he did and then just kind of learn a, more about him through other people that knew him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always fascinating to hear about people who have dedicated their lives to, right. to these animals. You know, there was Jane Goodall and, uh -huh. and then, uh, recently I read an article about, a gentleman who's done something similar in Alaska with his fascination with the snowy owl. Oh. Yeah. And, and these people, I mean, they, he takes his entire summer every year for the last 20 years to go up and check on owls. I mean, they, they, they dedicate their lives. Yeah. So fascinating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I might have to, I might have to check this one <laughs> <Yeah>. out too. <laughs> And then this is one of my favorite documentaries. I started watching this uh, years ago, and I ha hadn't watched the whole thing, and so I was really excited that the library had it. Uh -huh. So this is the Up series, and it started off as a um, just a one-time thing. It was just going to be a one-time thing in um, 1963 in England. Um, this a couple of uh, documentary people went and they interviewed seven-year-olds. And they just talked to him about their lives and, and, you know, asked them about their families and what they did in school and, you know, just the kind of things that you ask seven-year-olds. Yeah. And they were all different. I think there were 14 of them that they interviewed. Mm -hmm. And they're all from different backgrounds and um, different areas and things like that. And uh, mostly around London. And uh, then after that year, after that time, the one of the people who was producing it decided that they wanted to continue it and do it every seven years. So <clears throat> they have they have gone from age seven to age sixty three now. Every seven years. Every seven years. With the same with the people. same people. Oh fascinating. Yes. It's really neat to watch. So mm -hmm. um the first one is called Seven Up. The second one is called Seven Plus Seven. It's the only one that doesn't really follow the the, the name trend. But um and then twenty one up, twenty eight up, thirty five up, forty two up, forty nine up. 
56 up. And that's what's on here. We have through 56 up, but there is also a 63 up that's on some streaming services. So I watched that one too. It's really neat to just watch how these people have grown up and the opportunities they had or didn't have. Um, you know, they all come from different backgrounds, so they all have different, different things that they did. And, um, you know, the choices they made and, and the different things that have happened to them. And it's just, it's really, really neat to watch, to see them every come back every seven years. Wow. Yeah. And, and they were in England. Did they all stay in England? No, they didn't. Um, one, his uh, family emigrated to Australia wow. um, when he was still pretty young, but he still came back. Um, not everybody has come back every year. Oh. There was one guy, I think he only came uh till he was 21 and then he hasn't come back. And then there's some people who've kind of skipped a couple years and have come back later. And, um, but a, a good, a good percentage of them have continued to come back every year. Wow. And, uh, and there was also one who came to America. Um, I can't remember, I think it's Wisconsin where he lives. He's, um, some kind of, um, scientist, physicist, something. And he, um, works at a, a university in the United States. And I think he's still here. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, documentaries. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't ever really like them when I was younger, but now I'm just super into them. <laughs> right, and we have yeah. lots. And, and and it is surprising sometimes that, you know, DVDs are probably more checked out than books. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking yeah. off camera yeah. here at some people and they're nodding. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of DVDs that we have that you can check out. They're big uh, popular items. And yeah. these are some of them. The Up series, that's fascinating. Yes. I had not heard about that. Really cool. And the really mm-hmm. cool thing too is these people are like the same age as my parents. Mm. So it's kind of neat to see them grow up because it's kind of just reminds me of like where my parents were at that time too. So oh. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I hope that they do another one at 70 up, but I don't know if they will because the director has died. Oh, so okay. um, I did read something where a lot of the people who have been coming back, the the people that they talked to um, have said that they are open to coming back. If what some of the other people who were involved are um, the ones who kind of direct it, find a new, so, find a yeah. new person to take the lead on directing. Yeah. That's great. Great. Awesome. Well, fun stuff. Thank yeah. you for sharing all of those. Yeah. And yeah, check out the documentary section. So many. Yes. So many documentaries. I, I all like, kinds of different subjects. I like documentaries. I, yeah. I But then I'm a very nonfiction type person a lot of times anyway. So um, interesting to know that there is more for me at the library to check yes. out. Yes. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and co-hosting with me. (laughs) And we have another podcast coming up next week. And until then, have a great one. We'll see you then.